Come on now, Ben. I gave up. You gave up with the K cup? I tried <laughs> I tried two different ones and it didn't come out and I'm done. You didn't go. <laughs> well, Wait, it, but did you puncture them? Did you puncture them? They're no longer usable. They're exposed beams. Yeah, no, what I'm saying, I used them. Like it poured out, but it's light. Like it's not oh, a dark no. it's not dark enough. Like it looks like water with like <laughs> like a little yeah. bit of brown food coloring in it. <laughs> Maybe you could try to um use the beans in your friend press and maybe get like uh, at least something out of the beans you don't waste the beans no no that's not the problem i mean they're already wasted once it goes through it it's done it the problem i and i it, the problem isn't that i have my french press i have to clean it that's like yeah you're you're you're, t- <laughs> you're using you that don't, as you don't cl- you don't clean your french press when after you use it i'm lazy i'm a lazy fuck i don't i use it how long have you not used your have when was the last time you cleaned your french press like three days ago <laughs> i use my little tiny one so it's not too hard yeah mine's massive like mine yeah yours is huge and yours like a big but like if that mike if that was clean i wouldn't have even done the keurig a second time i would have just made a coffee in my french press yeah but i understand i understand the desire to get stuff done quickly you know to well, get a keurig done well, that's why I use it. That's why I use the Keurig mostly because it's faster and I don't have time in my morning to do that. Yeah. My aunt gave me this wonderful little uh, tea kettle um, water pitcher thing where you can adjust the temperature that you want to heat up your water at to the degree. Okay. How, fant- how fantastic is that? And you can heat it up to the right brewing temperature for coffee. And so I heat up my water that way. So that happens in like maybe a minute or two, if yeah. not less. And then I pour that into my little French press thing. And it's usually a grab and go almost hmm. in time and in time and length. Yeah, but like I brew my French press very particularly. Okay. Yeah, I'm not very precious about it. I think, yeah, I don't know, maybe like, it's because it's a tiny batch. Like I, I bring my water to a boil, then I let it sit there for a little bit. Then I pour it over, um, because I don't have a, I don't have a proper kettle pour with like a thin spout, so right. it's really just like a. So I try to carefully pour it so it's like somewhat of a th- smaller stream. I let it yeah. sit in there for like three minutes, then I put the plunger down and I let it sit for like another five minutes, mm. and then I pour it. Damn. I mean, you know. We all have our ways, and I feel like I'm definitely lacking in my ability to make coffee. I don't um, know, because at least you get it done. I My process is so annoying that I I clearly don't do it because it takes so much time. Like, it doesn't take a lot of time, but yeah. enough where, like, I can't – I'm not doing anything else in that time that I'm doing that. Like, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm not, I, I don't even do it in the morning. I don't. I just get coffee. I know it's not good for the environment. But I yeah. get coffee in the morning from coffee shops. Oh yeah, on most yeah. day on most days. The only times that out of the week I make coffee for myself in, is maybe Tuesdays, Fridays, and Sundays. Oh well, see, there's the biggest difference already. I make it every morning. <laughs> like I have mine every. No, mo- I make not, mine I'm every not morning. Early enough. Because um, I leave, I leave for the office at like, um, like eight yeah, o'clock. Yeah. 8, 8.15 roughly, and I usually wake up at like 7.30, take a shower, and like I'm almost ready to go. 
by the time I'm done. I so. mean, yeah, that's that's the problem, man. There's not enough time. There's not enough time, but so, I don't want to wake up even earlier because I've been doing that, and it's been affecting my daily day, day after yeah. the time day. Yeah. Well, I go to sleep so early now. I, I kind of need to. I need to start doing that. I just don't because I know it's the only amount of freedom I have. <laughs> <laughs> to be out about to be, and or in home. No, not even out. Just to be home and not have to do anything else. It's my only freedom. So like, How many days are you working out of the week, Ben? I work five days. Five days a week? Yeah. Okay. But then like my days off, as I say probably plenty of times, are all just spent doing things that I can't get done during my week because I work those days. Right. Like, um, Tuesdays and Thursdays are probably my best chances of getting anything done that on my work days because I don't close. And so every other day I'm a closer. So, like, my mornings are shot because I just, like, use it getting ready and then maybe a few things prior. But, uh, yeah, so... It's That's weird. the biggest crazy the craziness because like I I work uh, six days a week but I only work from like nine to four thirty five o'clock so like I have my afternoons consistently regardless of the work that you know yeah that sounds beautiful whereas, like, to me whereas like you're getting out at like you know ten or whatever which is crazy yeah my work days are like three days out of the week I close the store and two days I get I. I'm allowed to open it. And even then I don't, because we open later than like when you start your job, like I don't get out until six. So like majority of the afternoon is gone there. Like, yeah, I was going to say it takes like an hour just to get back home. So it's already seven at that point that I'm like, okay, well it's seven. I should probably eat something before it gets even later. Mm. Um, Yeah. Yeah. That's why today today was like a mixture of laziness because I was out last night, uh, but I was like just cleaned up my apartment because I have to get it ready. Uh, and, what do you mean you have to get it ready? Um, so that it's not a complete fucking mess when okay. Joe comes. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, <laughs> let's. Uh, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna run the intro. <laughs> Sounds good. (laughs) Hey, how you doing? It's the Who You Looking At podcast with Michael McIroll. Let's get this energy up. Ah, Ben, me, screen. Scream. Ah! <laughs> uh, Happy uh, Saturday at 9 o'clock on the dot. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. I mean, uh, uh, happy holidays. In uh, Yiddish, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Mike, I got a story for you, babe. Do you have a story? What is happening in the world besides Donald Trump's house getting raided by the FBI? Uh, Let's move on from what I just said. uh... (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty funny. Um, No, it was just, I thought that, granted, it's kind of shitty and fucked up, but I couldn't help but find, like, the humor in this. Um, So, in, um, oh my god, where is this? In, uh, what the fuck? 
How did I already lose where this was? Oh, in Bolivia. So in okay. Bolivia, there's like a festival going on right now. Um, and it, what is it? It's called um, the fest by festival goers as uh, a sacrifice to Mother Earth. Uh, the Mother Earth Festival uh, sees people giving thanks to Pachamama. It's definitely not pronounced that like that. Pa- pa- Pachamama, Pachamama. I don't know. I've never heard of this deity. <laughs> it's the, the so goddess funny. of earth and f- uh, fertility. And so oftentimes okay. in this celebration, there are like offerings that are given. Usually it's like the um, in the form of like uh, lot anything from live animals to sheep fetuses, as well as cocoa leaves and sweets. Right? Why specifically sheep fetuses? Because traditionally it was done with like human sacrifice, like oh, no. years ago, and that yeah, <laughs> some some I years. Love when you do you do that all the time when you talk about something that's ancient, like an ancient tradition. You're like years ago because it was. <laughs> Cause I, I know, I know, but in my head, I'm like, you know, like 20 years ago. Yeah. yeah, Like 10 years ago. <laughs> Actually, this was three years ago. <laughs> they stopped it since then. Um, you always do that. I don't know why. Because, so be- <laughs> well, in this instance, it's intentional because they still do it. Like I'm, I they say th- that. it's illegal, but they still do it. Like they do it what? secretively. Um, You're kidding. And so this is what the story brings us to of this man. Oh, no who was celebrating and got blacked out drunk and woke up in a coffin buried alive. Oh my and God. he was able to break his way out. And, oh. um, he just, he's like some 30 year old guy found himself oh 50 miles from where he last was in a casket. And he was able, like he woke up and he thought he was just in his bed. And that's some cult shit. And that's when he awful. tried and he had to go to the bathroom <laughs> and when he tried getting up to go to the bathroom, he couldn't. <laughs> yeah. he bonked his head <laughs> he, he bonked up about that um what the hell and so That's too much yeah so he he woke up in that circumstance there and um <laughs> this is the in best part this is the best part though. so there was apparently i guess a glass pane or something on on the casket in front of him that he was able to break to like break it open and get out and Weird. they're interviewing him on the news right now. He is straight up covered in dirt, bloody. Like he is. This is like moments after this happened, and they're interviewing, Wait, would, and they're talking the with news, him. Why were the news at the site of? I don't almost murder. I, so my guess, what happened? Apparently, so uh, what was it? Um, Did they realize how before after they buried them, like like they left the oven on or something like that. That kind of like oh shit. That was a real. That was a person that might have be still alive. Actually, we should go back. And then they brought the news with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he uh, he apparently went to the cops, and they thought they were like he was like they're like no, like you're just too drunk. You don't know what you're talking about. Like you're bullshitting no. us. And but like this interview, like I'll sh- I'll see if the picture will come through. He is like, oh my god! He is like, what a poor guy. He's there, but like, this is on whatever fucking news that they have of him going through the process of finding out he was buried alive, and there, there's no paramedics. Like, no one's, no one's like helping this guy. They're all like, uh, so you're telling us that you were buried alive, <laughs> like moments ago. It's so crazy. What the hell? Um, at least that can't really happen in New York City, you know. 
No, I mean that's, yeah. that's one of the benefit. That's one of the benefits. The worst they can do is throw you in the Hudson or the East River or something. Oh, oh, they- oh! Do I have I have something to tell you then too? Okay, <laughs> I sparked a journey for you, you. You did. I was actually going. This was a part of what I was going to tell you, and I totally forgot until just now. I recorded it too, but without you being here, you won't probably be able to hear it. Um, and okay. it's too long of a video for me to send to you. Okay. Um, but basically it's like I, I got, so I was traveling back from Jersey yesterday morning and right. I get to Penn station and, or like not morning, it was like afternoon. And I'm, uh, in my, like my drop, my Rick Owen shorts, which have like a very low bottom to it and like a drop yeah. crotch sort of like cut to it. So I'm like in that and I've got like my headphones on. I've got a bag full of like my packages that I get sent over to Jersey and then uh, and like my backpack. I hop on the train uh, to like the, the three and this yeah. guy, I sit down and I'm hearing this guy like mumbling across from me. So I like lower my volume a little to hear like what's going on, but like pretending like I'm still listening to music. And he's like talking shit to me. And he's like, really? no, like this guy, like, like this, like, he looked like he had come straight from like sweeping a chimney. Like he was like covered in like some dirt. Like, I don't know yeah. what, what his situation was, but he was definitely not he, well. He went down one of those hills at Central Park. He kind of rolled down. Yeah, he just rolled yeah, right he had down a nice, But doesn't that sound like a nice Saturday? <laughs> he, he was having a tumble bit. down the hill. Um, but in a nice little kind of. But he was shit talking to you for like, some reason. The first thing that he says that I didn't get on recording, like I started recording, like I want to say like five minutes into it. But prior, the first thing he says, like, "Oh, look at you and your fucking skirt and your fucking," he's like, "You and your and your fucking skirt and you got your mm-hmm. tattoos. Oh yeah, yeah, get some more tattoos. I'm sure your dad loves you." And like kept going on and on, and he's like, you know, if you were my kid, I'd push you in front of a train. I'd push you right under the tracks. And I'm like, what the Jesus hell? Christ! And like, what? he's like, he's like thinking that I'm not listening to him. He's like, oh, and you're sitting there with your super iPod, listening to your fucking music, huh? What are you doing super with your iPod. life, huh? What are you doing with your life? And I'm like, oh yeah, my my iPhone. You mean the the phone that I have in my hand? <laughs> What the hell? Um, and then like, so like bizarre. yeah, you come on this train with your fucking tattoos and you curl your hair before you leave in the morning and your goodie bag full of shit that daddy bought you. And I'm like, oh my God, this guy's really <laughs> projecting here. I feel like this is yeah. something he he's going through I, right now. I know. What um, the hell? But I That's recorded so all of it and it's fucking wild. I've never had that before. I've, I've. I've never had it personally. Like I've seen and like I've heard stories from my friends of that happening to them, uh, but I've never had it happen to me. And I was like, Jesus Christ! Yeah. Like you gotta. Chill. I mean, I know like you know the other like a large portion of the human race known as the female population gets yeah. that a lot. That's what, and those are the <laughs> friends I'm talking about. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. And like I obviously that's that's the worst part. Like I've heard horror stories about stuff like awful people on the subway being cat calling and shit yeah or like more specifically like slut shaming yeah but yeah, i've yeah. never i've never really gotten to that i mean that's you know this is a bigger conversation but that's male privilege for sure oh, it, not having to deal with that it is i mean that's if that's not the hundred percent 
And yeah. um, then he stood up, like, after he was, like, done going on his... He would go in and out of it, too. Like, we would go, with, like... It was, like, for, like, nine stops. Like, for nine stops on the yeah. train. And um, he, he would, like... Like, he would, like, be quiet for, like, a series of, like, a minute and a half. And then he would just go right back into it and, like, oh, you're a bitch. You're just... This is what we raise nowadays, bitches. Bitches like you. And I'm, like... <laughs> um, and then what the heck? Threatens to punch the guy next to me for not wearing a mask on the train. Meanwhile, this guy's also not wearing a mask. <laughs> so, so, so how dare you? <laughs> so like he has it on his chin, like he's got it like on his chin, and yeah, then I mean... but like was like standing up and like full on like getting in the guy's face, like pointing at him, like fuck you, fuck you, put your fucking ma like I will fucking hit you. And then this woman like that was sitting next to him gets up and moves away. He's like, yeah, she's moving because she knows violence when she sees it. This is violence. Like, I'm going to hit you if you don't get the fuck off of here or put a fucking mask on. And the guy He's was so like... explicitly bad. And the guy was, like, looking up at him with the most, like, I don't give a fuck attitude. And was like, you, Dang. if you don't fucking touch me. And, like, finally the guy, like, the not not the crazy guy, but the other guy, like, I guess just, like, didn't even want to deal with it anymore and just got up and left and like got off the train probably hopped to, to a different car yeah no like he got off to a different car and um then this guy sat back down and we went the rest of the way still him talking Dang. shit about me i mean like this fucking guy i like obviously i don't agree with anything he's saying but like also live by the idea that like if you're if someone's not actively hurting other people like let them do whatever the fuck yeah they want, like i don't like, like i'm gonna wear mine i don't but i don't give a fuck what the hell happens to other people and like same thing right. with like what i'm wearing like why the fuck do you care like you and your that's what i really that's what i really was getting at yeah like why are you coming for this kid on the train and also like, you, you, you don't know at all and it's like clearly <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about because these are like i'm wearing shorts not a skirt yeah I'm like you're wearing Crocs that are three sizes too big, <laughs> like right? Can I? Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. That's just fucking absurd. But I'll, I'll I'm sorry, you. I had to go through that. No, I, I got off and I was listening to it back because I thought it was so fucking funny. What this guy was just like going, he seemed like it, it's funny, but like if he wanted to hurt someone, he could hurt someone, and that's scary. But like oh. the fact that it nothing happened is is. It could be funny. Yeah. But that hurt my that would hurt my feelings. I'm like, you don't know what the fuck I got going on. Yeah. Like I mean, I can definitely see that. I was I was more so like just sitting there and I was waiting if he was gonna do some shit. Like if he was doing the shit that he was doing to the guy next to me, it probably yeah. wouldn't have gotten bad. Um right. not on yeah. like I wouldn't have probably done anything, but I also wouldn't have Knowing me and my stubbornness, I probably wouldn't have gotten off the train. And this right. guy definitely would, like, I don't know. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I've been thinking about, like, masculinity a lot. On, like, a, like, I don't know. I just think about it a lot anyway. Yeah. But, like, I, I went home to visit my folks because my sister is leaving. She's actively on her way to college right now, which is, you know, as we've mentioned this congratulations she's on the road um but like i saw a bunch of my uncles at this like kind of like goodbye party or whatever and my dad 
and like we they were one of my uncles was talking about it mr carrie if you're concerned if you're curious about it uh-huh. he's like i've known you your entire life and i remember x y and z and like kind of was we were like she was talking about growing up like me growing up specifically yeah and like all the different kind of beats and like i just it's so fascinating to me to think about that stuff because like I don't consider myself like the archetype of like a manly dude. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm, a, I'm a very specific type of dude, and I feel like you're very similar too. Yeah. Of like, I can't really identify, pinpoint what that means, but like, I don't. This guy is like projecting his own personal beliefs about like what a dude should be uh-huh. onto you, uh-huh. and I hate it. I hate that so much. Yeah. But like, I don't even get it. Right. Like, what is what is what is how is the world going to become a better place because you're wearing like jeans and like a polo or like you know a graphic tee and like some normalized shorts because like that would be normal to him or something because that's what's expected like is that why he's bothered by it because you're wearing something that's like out of the norm for like a standard dude or something and like what like, I, that's that's what's really bothering me about it there's that i also wonder like how like you're in new york bro this is the place where you're gonna see the most like crazy fashion and people right. and hairstyles and everything like tattoos like do these people like it's just like a pick and choose like this one right here because you have to encounter that every fucking day like where like like do you waste your time every day with new people of like oh look at you with your your fucking braids and your hair and your fucking lip ring like like what do you like right like did he was he coming from like a puritanical like religious aspect like did he get into that at all because i've seen a lot of really like intensely religious people who are like extremely conservative they're obviously the minority in the city but like no, um, it wasn't religious at all. It was like, it was it was like spiteful. Like it was like that's so it strange. was like this guy grew up with a bad father figure or none at all, and yeah. is resentful, and then taking it out on someone. Because like I didn't, I looked like for lack of like better words, like I looked well off. Like I have, like you know how I like travel. Yeah. Like I have like my my whatever bracelets on i've got my rings on like i have like my like clothes that are like somewhat of nicer looking things so like i'm sure it was like him seeing that in a person that's far younger than him because like the guy had to have been like i I, if i were to guess like 40s like mid 40s like yeah i think his just a it was one massive projection of 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 a failure in his life (laughs) Right, and the whole like, the whole like, I bet that daddy bought you all that stuff. Yeah, definitely, definitely was a huge projection. Because obviously, saying. that's not that's not true at all in your case at all. So, because like, where I'm does like, that come? Like, it's like you yeah. could choose. I mean, it didn't even have to be like daddy thing. Like, he could have said like like a mom thing or like it could have been anything. He would do but that. Those He's a sexist. The, those are, exactly. <laughs> those were the specific words chosen by this man. Yeah, and also like. I'm sure if, like, here's the scenario, right? Like, if his girlfriend, like, jokingly, like, painted a nail or something like that. Like, you know, he was hanging out with his girlfriend, and his girlfriend's, like, painted her nails, and she, like, put, like, a little nail polish on his hand. Yeah. And if he went home and his dad saw that, he'd probably get, like, beaten yeah, up to yeah. a pulp. 
to near death because he's like not a man. As I, I didn't quote, work. Quote, I didn't fucking raise a pansy. <laughs> right, exactly. Like I mean, I just I hate it. Toxic masculinity is like you know, I just hate it. Yeah. So and like I mean, I, not to confuse my reaction with it as toxic masculinity because it's definitely not. But it's more so like I was. I'm the type of person, and it's definitely a bad trait of mine. Like, I definitely don't say it's good. But, like, I'm the type of person where I'll wait. I, I won't do anything. I'll just sit there, and I'm acting like I can't hear him, and I'm sitting there. But if he had – but I won't move, and I won't go anywhere else. And right. um, if it escalates to him getting close or touching me in whatever way, I, like, revel in the idea of putting the person in their place – and like sure. just like taking them down and catching them off guard and then leaving it and being like yeah maybe you'll think fucking next time about doing that to someone else <laughs> yeah i hear that i i just i'm i'm very much like um it's just not a progressive like belief and i i don't mean what you're saying i mean like what he's got yeah got yeah with. and then it just bothers me so much Maybe because yeah. it affects me personally. And then, <laughs> no, I, there's that. And I, I feel, I, like, I in feel that, like it does. In that instance, because it, that's like the first time that's ever really happened to me. I've gotten like random like fucking calls every once in a while if I'm walking somewhere or something. But like that's the first like yeah. full like targeted like verbal attack. And I yeah. have friends that get that every fucking day. And friends yeah. that are like wearing far more like revealing things because that's their style. And are like a lot more fearful of shit because they are women and yeah. like are scared of that scenario. Um, For sure. And then let me, I'm going to walk off like the screen real quick. Cause I'm going to bring something that I wore literally like I got to my apartment and I put this on to go out with some friends. It's a new sweater I got. And I'm only imagining what this fucker, like, like what this fucking person would have said if I was wearing this at the time. Okay. Because you have not seen see. this sweater yet, but I got it, and it's beautiful, and I love it. Okay. As Ben's away, I just want to say, like, I, I don't know. I feel like I I just, I project being gay more than anything, but, like, besides that, I'm pretty nondescript. So the idea, and besides that, like, my fashion sense isn't really something to gawk at. So I don't know. That's what I'm dealing with, but we'll say <laughs> let's see let's see this sweater all right all right uh i have to hold it a very particular way because it's such a fucking crazy sweater all right this is a sweater it's for everyone listening at home it's the spring summer 2022 rick owens uh nylon net sweater the fogachine or fog yeah fogachine i think that's the name of it dang i mean yeah i hear you i see it I see through it and I see it. Oh my God, no! The <laughs> sleeves. <laughs> what the hell? That's crazy. What? How does that? How does that work? I gotta see you when you go out with that before you leave. Can you take a photo so I'll I'll send you. I actually about. I did take a picture of it of me in it at my house and while uh yeah because I picked it up that was one of the packages I picked up at um Jersey. Damn. Um, but uh, where's your are those sleeves intended to be bunched up? Yeah, so it's actually really what's really cool about it is you can wear it like f like like five or six different ways. 
because so that way right there is how I would probably primarily wear it, but that's actually it folded in half. Okay. So the picture that you're going to see there is me wearing it how I showed you just here and like it folded in half. But technically the like the original way of wearing it is like you unfold it to the full length and one arm is in the sleeve and the other sleeve is like hanging loose and it's just like a full like net thing like it looks like you're in a net dang and i mean i i i feel it's cool i don't think i could pull it off it's not my vibe no i know but it seems like it's i feel like it's your i feel like you could pull it off though yeah i mean it's definitely the most out there piece i own now uh yeah but it's also like a very much like a grail piece of clothing that like i'm so happy with um what is the occasion or the type of occasion you're expecting to go on with this i mean i literally just like clubbing or something i i just went out with it last night for like quick drinks with uh a couple friends yeah no i wore it last night and just went out with for a couple of drinks and like very nice because like what were the reactions because they're very much that vibe i'm assuming oh yeah well uh the one was uh it was one of them was with uh someone that you know of and Mm -hmm. um that's like, like they would borrow it from, like they would want to like steal it from me if if it was uh, an option, right. and um, no, uh, they they both like it a lot. Um, That's cool. I would say like all of my coworkers and friends pretty much like it. I mean, obviously it's a very much out there style that I'm sure like you definitely Aaron would not would be like. That's terrible. I'm sorry. I would love to get his reaction on that. I know that that's something you probably wouldn't want to do. I don't care. I hope his... to get even Joe's reaction, but I think I I think Joe he'd would call me. I think I I think Aaron would call me after and be like, "Hey, is everything okay?" With that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's exactly what <laughs> what Aaron Aaron would definitely say. That he would also probably be like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" Like, I feel like that's the first yeah. sentence that would come out, and it would be like half a joke. Like, he's not actually yeah. serious, but like, it's definitely very out there. Joe, I think, would find it really cool. Um, he would probably like say how ridiculous it is based off of price. Um, sure, but uh, that, of course, I am not going to disclose. Um, right, but it is. A, I don't even want to know if I'm being honest. I mean, I I didn't pay retail for it, so right. The retail, I I will tell you the retail of it, but I did definitely pay nowhere near that at all. Okay. But it's a $1,500 sweater. Jesus Christ. Um, so it's sing- it's single-handedly the most expensive retail item I own. Yeah. Um, I'm, I I think I'd, uh, uh, I'd rather invest in Duolingus. Yeah, yeah. That sweater. Dude, I'm sorry. <laughs> if you have $1,500 to spend on a sweater, even this one that I say that I love so much, you're in, like, that's, you have money. Like, you better have expendable income, absolutely. Oh, yeah. That's literally like, that's like my entire, that's more than my rent <laughs> right there. Yeah. That's $500 more than my rent. That might be saying too much about my living situation, but that's too much. <laughs> um, no, that's, and that's, <laughs> yeah. So it's a lot, but um, for the price, like, I the it's just unbelievable what price I got it at, um, right. So when I saw that, and it's more of like I I actually kind of broke even too because I sold those pants. So right. um, with that being said, I'm not really out any money, and um, 
is a piece that is not going to come around that often. Yeah. Like uh, often. Okay. Nice, dude. Yeah, man. That's very exciting. Thank you. I haven't gone out at all, really, um, because my girlfriend's away. She's in the. Uh, she's in the Maryland. How is she doing at the moment? She she's doing fine. I mean, like it's, <laughs> she's she's hanging out. She's hanging out at the beach. Didn't sound she's, so fine. She's no, she's having a great time. I'm just upset that she's been gone for a week. I can replace um, her. We can. Go I'm out. not mad. Let's go That's, get dinner. This is not. <laughs> I'm gonna hang out with you on Tuesday. We're doing that absolutely. Um, probably not. What? Well, I have are to you see saying Aaron. it's just gonna be me and Joe? Like, I, what? You have to see Aaron. Yes. Jancy? Yes. Where the hell is he gonna be? He's here. He's in New Jersey right now? No, he will be that one day, and then he goes to Switzerland, so I have to see him. Oh, right, yeah. Um, so okay. that's that's what I would, like, when Joe texted me, my thing with Aaron still wasn't finalized on what dates they were, even though I knew that was a potential. Um, and Joe just, like, not like I had a problem with those plans, but, like, I don't know if I'll be able to meet for dinner. But you're gonna be back in the city. I have. Is this, well, a, this is this is probably something that we should talk about. No, no. I, I actually wrote it down to talk about it now. Oh, <laughs> talk about it here, here okay. and now. I, I just want to make sure you're. And okay this is with how that. Joe will find out. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm not texting. Yeah. I have As text posted him. on Mo- if it's posted on Monday, he'll listen to it and find out. For <laughs> he'll find out right there. So it's really avoiding like that whole thing. No. Um. So basically, Aaron comes back on monday right okay and so that monday night i'm taking the train to jersey after work right aaron's picking me up we're hanging out that night then he has um appointments that he has to do on tuesday in the day and i will still be in jersey then meet with him again after his appointments to hang out don't know exactly the rough time but probably like five ish six ish or something like that. And then right. I have to get back to Brooklyn so that Joe can stay the night at my place. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's where I'm Well, yeah, I guess you're just leaving with Joe for Tuesday for most of the time. Look, if it had worked out any other way, I would love to have joined. and I. Yeah. But I need to set the precedence for the person who I haven't seen in forever and will be leaving the very next day. I know, I understand. Versus Joe I and I understand. hanging out all day on Wednesday. Yes. Uh, uh-huh. So yeah. Yeah, he's he's coming here. I don't know, kind of midday, and uh, I'm I'm working remote that day, Tuesday. And so he's gonna he's gonna be here while I'm working until five, and then we'll hang out, do our thing. Yeah. But that's at least the plan at the moment. Okay. Yeah. But. It'll work out. I I will have to plan out like I'm gonna have to plan out how I'm going to like to back to brooklyn because like or like just to the city if i'm meeting you guys in manhattan or somewhere or something like that i have to figure out when though because i don't know when i'm meeting aaron that time i and i know i have to plan out to like leave like yeah okay we can move on from this but i just want to say whenever you get back to the city i'm assuming you'll get to penn station i'll get joe to penn station for that time hell yeah so you got because he i'm not letting i'm not okay i'm not shit talking your neighborhood you know i'm not at all but joe's not allowed 
<laughs> I don't think he can, I don't think he'll fi- he'll get lost. Joe. I love he'll you, get lost. Joe. You're listening. I know you are. Yeah. You'll get lost. I'm sorry. Right. I can give you I can give you word for word directions from anywhere you are, and I think you still may not make it. So that's what's gonna happen. Uh, and that's not yeah, lack I'm, of faith. I'm... Don't mistake that for lack of faith. I have all the faith in you. I just don't think it'll happen. I mean, uh, whatever. Um. <laughs> But yeah, so then, that's that's that. I, I I'll call I have, him tomorrow as well and fucking tell him and everything. It sounds good. I have a few topics to talk about. Then Please. I kind of have a little bit of like a um a rapid round callback. Fuck. Not a rapid round in the classic sense, but just a, a lot of tiny things. Ben, you okay? You got anything going on? I have no. Over there. Okay. okay. Um, my discover weekly for this uh week for Spotify was quite good. I found three songs that I really like and added to my uh, like songs, which is unusual for me. Usually I only pick one, if not zero. Uh This week, um, however, I also, among the nicer songs, got recommended There's No One As Irish As Barack Obama Live by Na Fianna. Never heard of Na Fianna. Because the live versions Um, are always better. They... Their top song, which is There's No One As Irish As Barack Obama Live, has 200-something thousand listens total. Okay. Uh, I don't know why I got this super niche fan with this super strange song. Um, and what that says about me and my song choices. Okay, let's move on to but, another thing. But did you like it? It's weird. Okay. Yeah. That's the key uh, thing I, I need to know here. I is recommend it? listening to it if you have the free time for it. It I definitely, I, I found it at work, like, because it comes out on Monday, this playlist. And so I was sitting in the office listening to it, and I was like, what the hell? Like, sitting in the office surrounded by other people that I didn't want to know. I was listening to this strange song. Um, was fun. Also, today I worked in uh, Soho, and I walked around a bit after work because I was heavily considering buying an Oculus, um, an Oculus Quest 2, the headset. Okay. For some VR experiences. I would love to do that um, too. I, I want it so bad. Um, and I finally feel like I brought up enough courage and I'm making enough money that I have enough free money to buy something of that size and scale. I went to three Best Buys and one GameStop, and none of them had them. And I thought to myself, I guess it's not happening today. I'll get it another time. <laughs> That's so <laughs> sad. I don't, don't want to buy it and have it be brought to my building because it's too much of a big purchase to be trusted um, because I've gotten packages stolen before. Same here. And it was like um, a pair of shoes for like 60 bucks and i was just like i'm gonna eat the cost of that like, i don't care yeah but like um it's 500 worth of a video game experience is too much to i was be just gambled. gonna ask what the uh, price tag on that is yeah the price tag for that i believe is like 400 for the actual headset but my brother has one and he heavily um recommended if you were to get one get the like comfortability edition okay which like replaces the strap that the stock one comes with because the apparently the stock strap is like hurts after like an hour yeah but the other one's like really kind of nice and it has like a nice like back um it's it secures your head more the reason they made it was to like 
because they came out with all these exercise things okay, yeah. for the Oculus. And they were like, we need to have something more stable on their head for, for those kinds of things. So um, I he recommends that. And I've only used it with that. So I don't know how any bad other, the other one is. Any other way. <laughs> yeah. But when he was back home um, after his trip and for a couple of weeks, I saw him a few times. We played with it and it was like, it was kind of mind-blowing how nice it was and how interesting it was yeah so i'm definitely gonna get it and i definitely um, want to do i want to get one so bad too because i want to do the movie theater thing and like just watch i know movie. i i want to do that so bad for people who don't know you can like go into a virtual movie theater with all your friends who have an oculus and watch the movie in the virtual world with your friend and you can like look around and see your friends in the theater and you could just like make jokes with each other even though you're like not in the same room it's so and that's so that's so funny it's so cool it's so fun it's cool it's like you can like all get together to watch a movie and like we live far away and like of of course i love seeing you in person and hanging out and like going somewhere as well but like it's not always like possible you know it's always like hey i've got three hours and an hour and a half of that will be spent commuting so right we could get on there watch a movie and like hang out and chill and then still be in our respective places right it just sounds so nice i mean we live in the same fucking city imagine other people like my brother who lives in florida yeah like i get to spend more time with him too so it's definitely something that i'm gonna get um i haven't given up completely on it but I for today, but the amount of uh, Best Buy employees I talked today was staggering. And I kept going, <laughs> I kept going up to them, and be like, "Do you have the Oculus?" And they're like, "For some reason, there's a shortage, but I can order it for you." And I was like, "Ah, no thanks." And then I walked out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally, I'm the third Best Buy. I literally was like, "Nah," and I walked out. <laughs> yeah, you've gotten so many rejections. You're just like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, dude. Um. So yeah, there was that um what else is happening i had an apple i had two apple experiences um the apple experience one was that i tried to look into exchanging my laptop to pay off my current one my old laptop okay well they're the thing that they do is that you can exchange your laptop for store credit but it can't go towards um your payment plan for an existing for one. one that for an exist why the fuck does that make any sense you're already paying it off through apple because otherwise like they, I, they don't get extra money from you that's why i don't i know they're like you can do that if you buy a new thing at the same, at the same time, time of trading it in yeah. which i'm like so you're saying that you could do the same it was just timing and logistics like if i did this immediately when i bought this laptop egg would have worked like thanks yeah, you know yeah yeah that's really helpful <laughs> Like, what's the big yeah. fucking difference between having me done, like, doing that at this time of buying it and, like, several months late, like, three months later? You're getting your money anyway. Yeah. Like, I'm not I'm not using it for, like, another thing. We're already but paying yeah, so. you $800 for a fucking glass. Oh, no, sorry. Like, two grand for a laptop. Like, we're already giving you thousands of dollars for a laptop. I know. <laughs> I'm just paraphrasing here. But regardless, yeah. we're already giving you thousands of dollars for a laptop that I probably know. cost you, like, 400 to make. Yeah. So, what I'm thinking about doing, I'm still going to think about trading it in, but I'm going to get new AirPods yeah. or something. Or something else. I don't, I don't know. Or, like, I have to get a new phone. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to get a drone. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but like I, I don't know. I'll use it for something else. But it sucks because I was like, I, I've been paying this off monthly for a few months now, and I only had like eight hundred left on the payment for this laptop. And I was like, even if I get five hundred for the old laptop, which is like grossly under what it's worth. Yeah. Um, I would still pay off a huge chunk of that, and I could just pay the damn thing off. But now I paid the stupid thing off without the extra money, and now mm-hmm. I feel like I, yeah. So now I just got a laptop sitting around that I'm not going to use. So I'll figure that out. But the other Apple story is that my aunt's computer shit shit the bed, um, and it it's from 2015. So it's pretty you know it's pretty old at this point. Seven years for a Mac computer is pretty damn old. Um, but she got a new one. She got the one where it's like just the monitor and then like the external computer. Yeah, yeah. The sc- and, uh, um, like the the uh, the square the one, box, or the, the little box, box one. one, yeah. And she, we opened up the case today at work, and she was like freaking out how beautiful it was. <laughs> and like, you know how like you peel it, like there's like the peel yeah, like, yeah, the on, the, on the screen. It it was like kind of a paper. It was like a papery thing. It was weird. Um, it had like a almost like a cardboard exterior. It was very strange. Oh, okay. But she started peeling it halfway, and she was like, "That's so gorgeous." And then she's like, "We don't, we don't have to do this yet." And then she put it, she put it back. Well, I get what's wrong, and she, I get the feeling because once it comes off, it's never gonna look that good ever again. I agree, and also she only got the um the monitor at this point. She hasn't gotten the actual computer yet. Oh, it didn't come okay. together. So she's like, I want the full experience when it's here. When it's and all it's here. Done. But it was so funny to hear her like so like gushing about how in good awe it was. of technology. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, that's so gorgeous. Yeah. And she she like kept looking at we put it like on her the way her apartment's set up is that she has like a bunch of desks in the back. Mm-hmm. And so we had it on like almost like a pedestal. Like she she would like she would periodically look in that direction and be like, "Wow!" (laughs) (laughs) Like Like, you you're surrounded by artwork and you're just staring at this (laughs) monitor. It was so funny. I loved it. Um, what else do I got? I got uh, I got a horrible I got a horrible thing, but I don't want I don't think I even want to talk about it. Oh, We've been God. going for a bit, so I don't, I've been rambling on about my stuff. Um, but yeah, dude, I, you know, you've it's been, been a nice. You've been what? having a busy time. I have been having a busy time. Yeah, work's been uh, work's been kind of, work's been good. I went out. I have to say this. I, first off, all my coworkers know that we have a podcast now. I think I said this on the last you, episode. You did, yeah. I don't know if any of them listened to it. I doubt it. Um. But like, so the HR person who hired me came in. She's super nice. She's like only two years older than us, which I thought was shocking. Yeah, it's kind of for crazy. some reason. Not that she looks old at all, but that I'm like almost a contemporary in age. Yeah, yeah. To to most of my coworkers, which felt that was the shocking part. Um, but like, she was like, "Hey, this um person's in from France, and they want to go out after work. You guys are all invited." And I was like, "I have no reason not to go." Oh God, what do I say? <laughs> and then <laughs> Mike's like I was like, panicking. I'll, yeah, I was like, I'll think about it. And but thank you for thank you for the invite. And uh, my other designer was like, who's my boss, mm-hmm. um, and like actively looks after my work and everything. Was like, if you go, I'll go. 
um i also have no reason to go and he also has social anxiety so he's like i don't think i want to (laughs) go so we both went we both decided to go we were brave specifically me (laughs) but (laughs) your anxiety is nothing compared to mine (laughs) (laughs) but we went to this place called and so it was it was me and him we were the only two people from the marketing team who was a bunch of like creative people who would just sit in the dark office and like listen to music and like don't really talk versus the entire sales team who is just a bunch of like hot extroverted people uh-huh. so like it was that group and so we like we went with them to a place called jimmy's rooftop tab, uh bar which is in um chelsea not in chelsea it's in it's on uh canal street okay and it's at the top of a like 25 story building it's a rooftop bar that tall that deep downtown mm-hmm. and it's you overlook the entirety of the fucking city it's ridiculous it, the views are insane the drinks are 20 to 25 dollars yeah, each I was, I was waiting for but that. it's honestly worth it because i didn't have lunch that day because uh, yeah. i forgot and i got fucked up off one drink <laughs> i was so drunk yeah. i was so drunk when i got home i was <laughs> I was drunk for like three hours to four hours off Damn. one drink. Yeah. So I was like, this $20 drink was worth it. I got to hang out. But everyone was super nice. They at, they called, they asked if I was French, like heritage wise, because okay, they knew I was yeah. American. And I was like, no, but I took it as a, a sincere compliment. <laughs> I would. Um, yeah, from all these. But yeah, it was really funny. And they continued on and hung out. But it was cool. I, I worked my social muscles and I actually felt like I wasn't um, bad by the end. No, uh, I actually held conversations with other human beings uh, who I didn't know. Uh, and that was shocking to me that I was able to do that. Um, and I'm glad I did it. It was nice. Now, so. now let me ask you this, right? Because yeah. for as long as I've known you, you've only really had a handful of like, like, interacting other people jobs like you had like the rail and like yeah um like even like your last one was pretty much by you like yourself like you would have like meetings and stuff but like no formal yeah. like going to an office or like having coworkers that you interact with every like other day or whatever so yeah with that right and now seeing like going like the parallel between going out with those coworkers external from the work area and that yeah. new dynamic of a situation that I don't know if you've ever really done often. Have you? I so like, no. I want to know your thoughts on that because like I would do that like every so often with previous jobs and like even this one, that's like all I do is like right. we go out with like, of course the people that I actually like and are like close with. And then the, it's like the first few times is always that like weird, like you kind of still don't really know them like people that well. And like you learn a lot of shit, I guess, from that. Was that similar? It was very similar. I also have to preface that I've only been working there for a month and a half, if not less than that. Mm -hmm. I think I've, I I started the 5th of uh, July, so less than less than a month and a half so like i'm very new um and so beyond my own social anxiety and stuff like it makes sense that i would not know them at all (laughs) no no that's what i'm saying like i'm not saying that 
at, like, uh, for instance, my first time going out with any one person at my job was also like a month in, like, or like not yeah. even, I think it might've been like three weeks in or something like that. I like went out with someone separate from that again, not knowing anyone and whatever. Yeah. I mean, this was spurred on by, um, a coworker who is from the French office who came to visit for like a week and yeah. they were like, we want to go out with like her and like, she wants to get to know everyone in the office. So like, let's all hang out. Or like you know, hang out with people she already knows because some people like have been working with her for a few years. Mm -hmm. Um, so it was mostly about that, which is cool. Yeah. Um, and they just invited the marketing team. I just wanted to hear your your take on that because like I, it's like it's such a funny dynamic. Like the feel of it. Like there, I don't know how other way to describe it. Where like I'll go out with you or like Mm -hmm. someone else. Like even like Perry when he came to visit and like we'll go out and just do whatever and have a time. And then, like, I yeah. go out with my coworkers, and I'm like, oh, these are the people that I am going to be working with the very next day and, like, see in the office, like, or see at the store or whatever it is. Yeah, I feel like um, in certain circumstances with, like, very specific coworkers who um, I have was able to, like, talk to them as, like, a human being and, mm-hmm. like, not with, there was no, like, um, underlying uh power dynamic or yeah. like um there was no uh to-do list so it was just kind of like well, who are you yeah yeah <laughs> beyond yeah. beyond like how we interact and so that was cool um to get to know them and stuff like that and there was also co-workers that like i don't talk to at all because i have no reason to talk to them even at the office and they're like we're not in the same department so like there's no reason for me to ever communicate with them outside of this so mm-hmm. It was cool to be like, hey, what do you even, like, do? Do, yeah. Like, what's your story? (laughs) (laughs) But, like, not even, like, what do you, like, where are you from? Like, you know, what's your life story? Like, what do you do for the company? I have no idea what your role is. Yeah, yeah. Like, how are we aligned? Um, And so that was kind of, that was interesting to me because, like, I don't know sales at all. Um, I kind of, I'm purely in the marketing team. So, like, I interact with, like, the marketing team and then like the ceo and like that's about it <laughs> those are the people i interact with all yeah. the time so um it was cool to like get to know other people i guess um and it was also interesting just to hang out with people like that are very different in personality mm-hmm. like just outgoing extroverts because usually at least when you're like in long-term uh situations like in college or like high school or something like that, you find people who are like you enough that you want to hang out with. Um, and so you really only interact with people who are like vaguely similar to you. And there's no reason to branch out from that. Right. But this was kind of a one of the first times I was able to be like, you are completely different to me, but that's interesting. And I feel comfortable enough in myself, finally, to <laughs> be able to like talk to you even though you're not, even though we don't have like the classic, hey, what TV shows are you into kind of conversation? Yeah. Because I, I don't know. I, I, I'm just like, it was cool to um, not just have small talk with people uh, who are very different than me, mm-hmm. which was cool. Yeah. Um, but, and I'm sure there's a ton of tests that go in the but it was a really good like boost. Yeah, no, I was just very interested in that and, like, your interaction with that because, like, the same thing, like, 
whenever you go out though, it's definitely, it's usually with people that you either live with or friends with, yeah. from college or like know have known already. So like meeting yeah. new people that weren't discovered through a class you took or a school you went to, or like people that you just, if not for the fact that you work at the same company, you wouldn't know. Right. That's what I like to find out because same thing with even the people that I'm really close with right now. I wouldn't know them if I didn't work at this fucking place and had would have no reason like yeah. to have known who they were or anything about them. Not like it wouldn't happen if let's say I ran into, I don't know, like whatever, but like the, the chances of it is so much slimmer since like if you didn't work with them. A huge thing too is like, I felt like an adult and I felt mature yeah. and I felt, and I felt weirdly confident in my, in who I am for the first time in like a really long time. Mm -hmm. uh, because like I was on a rooftop bar with a bunch of suits and like a bunch of really rich, like uh, Tribeca people. And mm -hmm. I, and I felt because I was in a group that I could kind of navigate, I felt comfortable. And so I was like really tripped out more about, being like i'm at a i'm having a drink like I, I, you know overlooking the city with my coworkers. yeah <laughs> like yeah. that was just a weird like okay i mean i wasn't expecting this when i was 23 <laughs> no. you know and that was a very short time ago so clearly something is something good is happening i felt like progress <laughs> no, exactly what i was thinking it would have probably cool. felt similar to yeah yeah so yeah. that was that was cool because it, it it's hard work to like one get to know yourself and two to act on it and that was uh it's rare that you get moments where you get to act on that yeah kind of mature where you get to act on the work you do to be more mature and fun and cool and just a cool person i see, I see <laughs> growth i see growth i see growth you see growth um, um so that was super cool yeah. um and besides that work is work's been going good um i don't know it's uh it's the summer so everyone in my job is going on vacation so i'm like literally one of the only people working next week Same so here. let's see how that let's see how that works out everyone's <laughs> going on vacations right now too for for me i'm either going to be like stupid busy or stupid bored um so let's hope that it's the latter <laughs> and that i don't have too much work to do um but but yeah I don't, I don't know man it's uh it's so far it's nice to check in and have some good times it is it is indeed yeah and uh i just wanted to uh wrap up with one last thing uh a little bit of update on me on my apartment on this building that oh I'm yeah currently in. what's happening are you getting kicked out <laughs> so the term kicked out can't necessarily apply because they really have no they they can't um yeah but here's what we have we have a lot has happened since i <laughs> last spoke to you on this it both on okay. podcast and off i want to say yeah i haven't talked to you at all since the podcast last so so i don't want to know at the last one after that like that was like i think when i just found out right um or no. I think maybe either either that or it was very recent. So whatever it was, the first time that I mentioned it when I when we found out all this happening was a wild day. And then the next day we were looking more into it and we we're like, oh well, you know, it said it was an old thing. 
I got, I emailed our landlord. He's like, oh yeah, that's old. It gets resolved. It's a, it's a definitely a problem on the DOB's end, Department of Building. Give me one second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and do you remember that ZB bit where they, where Steve sneezed and he's like, that's uh, sending an army. <laughs> <laughs> I cry. Oh my god! Every time. That's so good. <laughs> um, holy shit! I didn't even Sneeze think about again that. If you have to. <laughs> so, um, no, honestly, this, this, uh, nose piercing that I have, this nose ring I have oh, makes me sneeze done. all the time and I hate it, but I love yeah. it. Um, so anyway, uh, so after that, after the first initial day, we we're like, okay, he's telling us it's fine, whatever. We don't fully believe it, but like, I was like, all right, you know, I'm, I, you, you, one would hope that your landlord and or property manager would tell you the correct shit. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I remember you expressed that you were reaching, you were reaching out your own conclusions, though you were trying to do your own searching. Yeah, yes, and with those searchings, uh, I ended up because then this person that we deal with most of the time then uh, delegated that shit to someone else who we talked to who also confirmed to us. Now the second person saying that everything's fine, it's a problem on on the DOB's end. Uh, I called the DOB. They're like, nope, uh, this is an active vacate order. There is no proper CFO. They've had improper dumping, uh, a whole list of other shit. And this was yeah. issued on July 22nd of this year for the for this shit. Um, what the fuck? That's two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, my God. And I was like, cool, good to know. Thank you very much. Hung up. That Jesus. was that. Um, Ani has an appointment with people to talk about this. That's good. I have people. (laughs) I have people searching into it right now. You better. Oh, oh, let me tell you. This is a person who helped my dad get, um, you know, helped my dad get his condo, helped my dad, like, my, my dad and mom close on the house, like, yeah, he. This person is like their property law person to go to. And, oh, close some deals, Ben. Get some cash. Let's go. And and so, she, on her own, like we. My dad gave her a rough explanation because I wasn't the one that spoke to her. So, just gave her a rough thing, and knowing that it was coming from my dad, it definitely left out a bon- a lot of information or whatever. So, okay. gave her that. So, with what limited information she had on her own laptop typed in our address everything came up everything came up oh my god like, what the so hell? so this is all just building evidence that this is truly real that this is a real thing we shouldn't have been yeah. here we shouldn't be here now and we're paying rent for this bullshit and so the fact that your gas they're gaslighting you too is crazy exactly and that's so insane. First that's insane. That's suable for sure. Oh, oh I don't want to say well, that so, on the podcast. No, here's the thing, right? Used in court. Here's the, here... <laughs> our podcast is used in court. <laughs> in court. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> that'd be great. Um, that's so funny. No, so so here's the thing, right? They're not sure yet because that woman now sent it to another person who's even more well uh well-versed in that this particular problem so your lawyer sent it to another lawyer yes and now that okay. person's looking at it for what we can do right good they're, for you guys they're not sure yet so this is inconclusive but the way it seems right now is i i 
I hope this isn't true, but I may not get the money back that I already paid. And the reason being that the only way probably for me to be able to do that would be to sue them, which yeah. would cost me more money than it's worth, you know? But bare, mi bare minimum, you can cut the deal, not have to pay what you already owe them, quote unquote, in your contract that you wrote, right? Yeah. With like your year long lease. And then you can ditch and go with some friends, which you already expressed. I don't know what well, to do with Well, I have now, and so all of the friends I have now already are, have other people that they're searching with or have another place. So I still am back at square one with no one and no options. Um, okay. So I don't, and I have to really, I'm like looking into a bunch of shit right now to figure out what I'm doing. But okay. basically the big thing is that I'm no longer paying rent. There's no way in hell I'm paying rent. I yeah. am pissed that I even paid last one because I'm just so annoyed with that. But yeah. it's what's done is done. But we're no longer paying rent. Um, they're going to have to fucking call the cops if they want us to get out of here because of that, if it comes to that. And it definitely, yeah. and whatever else. Because now my plan, I'm, I mean, I also obviously want to hear what they say and everything, but I don't even care about cutting the lease short. Because that would mean I need to find a place, and I don't have a place, nor do I have the big – because I've been paying rent for this place, nor do I have the cash for, like, a down – like, a deposit or, like, first month or whatever. So right. I'd rather mooch this place off of, you know, the last remaining few months of no rent, <laughs> save up that money, so that and then have extra time to find a place and see how that goes. I agree with you, and that would be lovely. But it's an active, it's an active like get the fuck out of the building order because it's not structurally sound. I mean, like, the it, the Department of Buildings is probably actively trying to get it shut down. It is, but there's there's because we were unaware of it as tenants. It's not on us. Like, yes, we need to get out. But for instance, let's say obviously I have played like worst case scenario, I have places I can go back to whether I, I like it or not. But being that we don't know about this, they have to give us a timeline. Like they can't just be like, "You got to get out." Now. They have to give you money, then. I like I'm. I know. I know it's unlikely. I, I don't know. I'd still. Yeah, well, I, I know. At I, the very know least, aside from money, at the very least, they can't just say get out. Like now that we've been here and been here for this long, they can't just say get out because we. I'm like we need time to find a place. You can't expect yeah. people to not know that there were problems with the building. And then tell them that there were problems with it that they didn't know about and be like, hey, you have to leave now. We're like, well, where are we going? Where are the 17 of us going in, right. on short notice in a seller's market of 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 housing? Like, right. we, we yeah. have nowhere to go. So that's a problem by itself. Here's the other thing. There was an inspection that they were doing, you know, just random building inspections. And... They would email us and they were like, okay, we have inspections going on this day between these times. Let us know if you're going to be there and um, that we can come in or whatever. And if you're not going to be there, that we're allowed to go in while you're not there. And we didn't, we were like, we now we're just being dicks because we don't give a fuck anymore. And we're like, no, neither of us are going to be there. You're not allowed in. Uh, you'll have to reschedule that. And then he emails back. He's like, well, we can't reschedule it. This is something that the city schedules for us. Like, that's not how it works. And I'm like, well, you're not allowed in. So... And, and basically he's like, yeah, so I guess we'll see. I'll let, I'll let the guy know and we'll see what happens. 
that's right. that day comes and we get a text from the group chat of the building of um oh hold on let me read it verbatim because uh it'll do it more justice um Here's the message. Clark, good call on not paying rent. The city buildings guy is here. He just told me that the building currently has the full vacate order and they never should have had should have allowed tenants to occupy to occupy this building. Um so coming from the inspector himself yeah. saying that we are should not be here. So like yeah. now DOB the inspector and like another person telling us, yep, this is not, you shouldn't be there. And them two lying and not just lying to us, but like written evidence that I can print out (laughs) and have of them saying, no, it's good. Right. So yeah. Unbelievable. That's my update. I have no housing. I'm going to go find a new place. I have my friends that are going to come with me. Good luck then. I'm sorry. Yes. That's crazy. I mean, they owe you, like, I understand that they owe you time, but they also owe you the funds to be able to move. Pain and like, suffering. It, I, it's not even pain. I'm, I know, I know. Well, that's, I, it's just it, like it, they, in, they owe you. Pain and suffering it's ex- being the legal term for it. Like, for, like Oh, is it? Is it? I didn't well, know. Like, <laughs> no, no. I'm saying, like, like, for instance, you can sue someone, and then if it caught, like, for instance, if someone accused you of something that was false and it costed you your job, then you'll sue them for pain and suffering because it cost you the job and so and so amount of money out of that. This one being, we should, like pain and suffering. We've been paying. It's it's been costing us money to live in a place that you shouldn't have allowed people to live in. Yeah. So I mean, the guys then. The guy, if this is all true and this wasn't like, it's one thing for the building to like now not be able to have tenants in it. Like as of a month ago, and the Department of Buildings is like, "Hey, the building is no longer safe. We have to get you out." But like, you had a perfectly legal building to live in for the months you were in before, yeah, yeah. seven months. But you've been actively it's... living in a building that you never should have <laughs> never. been living in, and he has been illegally taking money from you for seven months. So he owes you that money, yeah. in my opinion. That, oh, my very non-legal opinion. And he, No, so, he, he does, in my non-legal opinion as well. And the bullshit part about it is that most likely the only way to get that would be suing them, which would cost us more money. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. I it's know, such I know. bullshit. Like, it really know, should just be as simple as, like, I fucking, like, nope, like, D.O.B. be like, yeah, your money is not lawfully collected. <laughs> yeah, I know. Anyway, that's the podcast, anyway. guys. We're ending it on a high note. I'm going to fucking <laughs> sleep and I'm going to make a call. Co- I'm going to try to make a coffee right now. I'm really make a coffee. Like a coffee? You're trying to go to sleep? It's time to call. You got to wake up in the morning. Come on. Dude, I'm just, I was craving a coffee so bad and I really, and I just didn't want to prolong not being on the podcast while I figure that bullshit out. And I still want that yeah. coffee. Oh, uh, oh I All think, right. Well, yeah. All right. Um, well, Ben, go, go pound an espresso, put on a condom, go to sleep. I will <laughs> go and put on a condom and go to sleep <laughs> in that yeah. order, please. <laughs> Same time. Yeah, I'm going to do that real quick. So, um, bye guys. Thank uh, you for I, listening to episode, uh, 86. <laughs> and, and he knew that right off the dome. <laughs> <laughs>